Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, motivational speaker, full-time psychology student, mama four, and military spouse. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and real stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode. Happy Friday, everybody. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women Podcast. It's just you and I hanging out, chatting about life. That's basically where I'm at with it. (laughs) And today we're going to talk about when to decide things are too much. Really, this is individual, right? And this can be for a variety of things. Maybe, uh, it's too much in a, a, we're talking about relationships and not just romantic relationships, but maybe it is too much in a romantic relationship. You have to realize where your bandwidth is. So this was actually inspired by a shit show that went down. By the time you hear this, it'll be like almost two weeks later. So, well, part of it will be two weeks later. The other part will be two weeks as of Saturday that you hear this Uh So my mother, the lovely human being she is, and that's like dripping with sarcasm. If you could just see my words written, it would be like be dripping with sarcasm. Made a very obnoxious, self-absorbed comment under a post I posted. And I called her out for it because I wasn't, I've had enough of her shit basically. And I called her out for it um, in a nice manner. I could have been way worse. I could have been way way worse so I called her out in a nice way about it and she ended up blocking me well it triggered me it like as I said to one of my friends it opened the fucking floodgates up until this point I thought I was I was okay and uh my therapist in Virginia had said you know you're probably good you probably don't need to find a therapist in uh Connecticut but if you find that you are having these um, struggles, then that would be the time, Megan. And of course I PCS, which is military lingo for moving. I PCS trying to make new friends, get, um, registered at a new school, like all of these things that are very stress inducing. Um, actually at the end of my social psych class, our last assignment was literally, she gave us this list of things that it was a stress It was to tell you how much stress you're under. And she gave us this list of things that have points attached to them. And some of the ones with the largest points attached include moving, making new friends, right? Dealing with, you know, drama, being separated from your spouse. Like all the fucking things that I'm dealing with, okay? All of them. And so the move was already stressful and I had no idea how impactful it was on me. But then, so I'm already like teetering on this edge. And so think about like last, as the day I'm recording this, last week, I was, the day that my mom decided to be a super bitch, uh, (laughs) that was not nice, but she was. And so that day, I was literally on the verge of a major depression. I've dealt with depression my entire life. I know what depression feels right, like feels like. And so I was on the verge of a major depression, which is a sign that things are not going well. But instead of listening to the signs, Saturday, I decide to celebrate my birthday. So when you hear this, my birthday was 
last week. Um, but when I'm recording this, my birthday is coming up. And I wanted to start my birthday week and celebrate with friends. And we went to a winery. Everything was great. Everything was going good. I really enjoyed myself. And then I made the bullshit decision to have people back to my house. Now, not everybody came. But to continue the wine intake, which considering the emotional state I had been in just days before, I should have known this was a bad idea. Also, no, because my psychiatric nurse practitioner said you should only have a couple drinks when you're on these meds. So there was that too. Lots of bad decisions being made. And so I got drunk and I, it like, cause you know, your inhibitions are down when you drink. And so the floodgates just, and I had emotional breakdown and kind of like blew that all out on the two people that were at my house. Like just, oh God. Oh, just thinking about it. That's such, so bad. So bad. Um, so much shame attached to that too, by the way, like not related to our conversation, but so much shame attached to that. Uh, the whole next day I was just like in a shame fucking bath, like shame bath. And then I had to channel my inner Brene Brown and say, okay, what's going on here? Why are you feeling this way? How can you do better? What do you need to do? What do you need to do? And, you know, I did, I sent a text message to both the ladies and said, you know, I feel like a real asshat. I, um, you know, just kind of taking ownership of, uh, all of the things, right. The best I can with the tools I have available. And so where those two fledging fledgling friendships are going, if they're going anywhere, I don't know. So this is all related to what I'm about to talk about. And that's, a, that's the thing, right. Is it is up to those two ladies to decide, yes. I can handle this person, like, yes, I can handle this friendship, right? Or no. And it's really not up to me to make those decisions. But in my, in my part is, you know, you got to take ownership of your shit. I always say that. Totally need a shirt that says that. Side note. Take ownership of your shit. And then, you know, wherever the chips fall, they fall. And my mom doesn't know how to take ownership of her shit. And so we have to decide how much can we take? Because I couldn't take a, honestly, I couldn't take a friend like me right now because I'm not in the emotional headspace to deal with my shit plus somebody like me's shit, right? There's a lot of baggage attached to me. My husband knew that when he married me. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) He's been through a lot. And uh, so... You have to decide, like, can you handle the emotional baggage that comes with somebody? And part of that is, is are they taking ownership of their shit? Are they willing to get the help that they need? Like, I know I have to go back into therapy, which, I mean, I want to work in the psychology field when I grow up. I don't know if I'll be a therapist. That's what I thought I wanted to do, but I guess it'll depend on where I am on my own mental health journey. When that comes up, maybe I'll be a professor. You know, who knows? Anyways... So the person, and I actually said this to my mother under her comment, like up until this point, I had not said who I had the drama with, but you know, hopefully she doesn't listen to the podcast. If she doesn't, I don't care. She blocked my ass on Facebook. So like a child, 
<laughs> That's how I feel. It is childish to block people on Facebook. Um, and I'm sure she'll unblock me and realize, oh, wait, where's Megan? Where is she? I can't find her because I blocked her back. Um, childish or not. I'm like, I'm not playing this game. We do the, the this this roundabout every couple years. We really do. Getting to an argument, she screams at me, tells me whatever I did wrong. I mean, this time it was I was born. I don't fucking know. And um, then, you know, I get sick of, like, dealing with the shit. And I stand up for myself and set even stronger boundaries. And she can't handle it. And then she'll block me on Facebook or not talk to me or tell people I'm a horrible child. I don't freaking know. But the number one thing is, you know, what I said is if you want to make, because she claims she wanted to make amends and that was her whole comment in the first place. And, you know, everybody that read it, it's like, that's complete bullshit. So I said, the first thing you have to do is take ownership. Like if you want to make amends to people because you did something wrong, you have to take ownership of that. You have to be like, listen, you're right. Like, or not even you're right. Maybe they're not even bringing it up to you. You're right. Like, in my case, I do. I do need to go back to therapy um, because the move and did a number on me. But then again, I still have obviously unresolved, unhealed portions of relationships with at least my mother. I don't know about my father. You know, maybe. So I said, secondly, it's actually apologizing for those things. It's actually saying like, hey, you know what? I feel really bad for what I did. That was awful. That was just, you know, what I did was inappropriate. And these are the steps that I'm going to take. Third is not making what happened all about you. Like not being like, uh, so if you do something bad or something wrong to somebody else, you don't turn it on yourself and play the victim and be like, Oh, woe is me. Like me, I could be like, I have a mental illness and, you know, things just happen. No, like I'm a fucking adult and I have to go and and get therapy. I have to go get help. I have to be like, this is what, you know, this hasn't happened to me in a really long time, like to get to that place. But obviously I need help. And these are the things I'm going to do on my end. And you know what? Then people get to choose. Um, I said, finally, it means getting the help you need to heal, which ta-da, I am because I don't just speak out my ass. Sometimes I don't listen to what I say, like, you know, should really take care of myself because, you know, when you struggle with a mental illness, not only is it like therapy, medication, if you need medication, but it's also like self-care on a daily basis and getting back like to my normal routine is, is part of that. Like it's part of that healing process. It's part of helping me. I need structure. I need structure and I need, I need to have a routine. And so the whole point in this is you as an individual get to decide when somebody or something is too much. You have to know your limitations. What is your bandwidth right now? What are you going through personally? And that's not a bad thing. You don't have to feel bad to be like, you know what? I really can't handle this right now. Or in the case of my relationship with my mom is I'm not, I'm breaking the cycle. I'm not going to keep doing this every couple years and being on this emotional roller coaster that is life with my parents. I already cut my dad off. I don't talk to him. I'm pretty sure. And I've said this before. He's either bipolar or borderline personality or who knows? Maybe it's a mixture. Maybe it's a mixed bag of things. I don't know. But as an adult, he has to take ownership of that. Kind of like I'm taking ownership of my shit right now. 
And so I can't sit there and watch the shit show go down and be uh, be one of the people that get shitted on because of that, right? That That I end up being like a punching bag for these humans that made me. And, and that is my choice. You have to decide where your boundaries lie and what is too much. It's okay. It's okay to set those boundaries. It's okay to say it's too much. Or maybe in the example of the two friends that were here the night that I like the floodgates opened, maybe they're like, you know what? I don't have the emotional bandwidth to d- deal with somebody who has these sort of the sort of baggage right now. I just don't have it. Or maybe the boundaries are I will hang out with her. Maybe I've, I've went to acquaintance status. Who knows? Like that is up to each of them individually about that. And from my end, it's like, hey, you messed up. You should have seen these signs because, hello, I've been dealing with this for a really long time. Should have seen these signs and you know, been able to say after the winery, I'm just going to go home and not drink any more wine and enjoy myself. Um, and this is, this is literally since I started my medic, my medication. Um, this is the first time that I've gotten to that place. Actually, this is the first time in a long time that I've gotten to that place, partially because I was doing well, But, you know, multiple things happened that triggered this series of events. And it's not an excuse. It's just the reason. I won't make excuses for my behavior. I'm not going to say, oh, I'm such a, I'm such a horrible person. Feel sorry for me. No, it happened. It is what it is. I have unresolved issues to deal with. Um, and moving and trying to make new friends and, you know, getting ready for school and doing all the adulting things and and not seeing my husband and just a bunch of bullshit lined up just happened to be the, the things that kind of like, oh, like I said, opened the floodgates. But the whole point is this. I'm not like, oh, please feel sorry for me. No, instead it is. We get to decide when too much is too much. And if people can't take ownership of their shit, or even they do take ownership, but that was just too much shit for you, it's okay to say, you know what? This is not working out. And this could be in a romantic relationship. This could be in your relationship with your family. Um, You get to make that decision. And you don't have to feel bad for it. And you don't have to make a big deal out of it. You don't have to be like, I fucking hate you. You're a horrible person. I made a Facebook live on my business page about how like, you know what, when you are calling somebody out, don't call them names. Um, Don't bring up the past. Don't like start digging in there and be like, well, you remember that's the time that you did this to me? No, you simply say, this is how I feel. This is why I feel this way. And this is what we're going to do moving forward. These are my boundaries. This is the thing. And you know, I've done that multiple times with my mom and she doesn't respect boundaries. So there's that. And I get to make the decision whenever I get there, probably after I've seen a therapist, um, about what I want to do with that, right? I'm always worried I'm going to turn into her. Like, that that speaks volumes about my relationship with her, that I'm scared I will turn into her. And that, that right there is the, the, the pin on the grenade. <laughs> like, um, so... 
uh, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Just know. I mean, and it's especially important if you are somebody that partakes in alcohol, that if you are in an emotional state, that's probably not the best time to have a couple glasses of wine. Because it does. It lets down your inhibitions and then things will just spiral. Um, you know, I'm thankful for those people in my life. Those those handful of friends who are still my friends. Um, I'm not saying the, the two ladies I was talking about were not my friends. I don't know at this point in time. May or may not be. Um, but, or it may not be the friendship it was before the meltdown. But I have a few friends who have seen <laughs> this happen. I mean, because one of my best friends has been my best friends for my best friend for thirteen fucking years. Uh, she before I even well, you know, because I only started therapy like five years ago, so she saw some shit, and she's still my best friend. I don't even understand how this works, but it does. And then I have this other best friend. We've been best friends. We've been friends for like five years. Um, and in the beginning, when I first started therapy, I was nowhere near the level of healed I am right now. So shit shows still went down. And she's still here. But again, that's their individual choices. Like, you know, for a long time, my friend who has been my best friend for like 13 years, there were points in time she didn't really say much to me. I remember one night she literally walked and left me in the middle of a street and was like, you know what? I don't have it in me right now to deal with your shit, Megan, and walked away. That's okay. Like, that is okay. It's okay for her to be like, this is my boundary and you've crossed it. We're done. Um, not done forever. Just done for that night. Um, and my other friend, she, I mean, she, I think she only saw one, one shit show chaos. Cause I mean, like we've been friends for five years. I wasn't, I've been in therapy for like five years. It has progressed. I've, this year I'll be in therapy for five. No, it was 2003. Or 2013. I keep saying 2003. 2013. So, you know, in that time, I was not to the, like I said, level of healed I am right now. Um, which obviously, if I still can have, like, the, the emotional breakdown, um, there's still some healing that needs to do. And you need to be well aware of your limitations. But the whole point in this, this is you get to decide where those limitations are, what you will and will not accept, um, what is too much and when you don't want to do it anymore. Like with my mom, when I I don't want to be the emotional punching bag and be the person that she says her life was ruined because I was born. Um, if I don't want to deal with that anymore, I don't have to deal with that anymore. I'm a fucking adult. I mean, I get to make that decision. And um, as far as the two friends, like they get to decide, do I want to move forward with this friendship or do I not want to move forward with this friendship? Or do I want to have some distance, but not completely not move forward at all? Test the waters. See, you know, next time there's a shit show goes down, then that will be it. I don't know. That's not my decision to make. And, you know, I can see how far I've come because like Megan, like, oh, five, six years ago, I'd been like, oh my God, my life's coming to an end. Like, you know. Victim mentality. I, I'm sure I, I still have that victim mentality in there somewhere, but not to the level that I used to. I would not have been able to make this episode and be adult about it. I would have been like, my life is brewing. Don't you guys know? No, I'm not. <laughs> Seriously, that would have been me. So I've gone on long enough. Basically, you get to decide what is too much. 
You get to decide what your boundaries are. You get to decide whether you continue with relationships with people, you don't continue with relationships with people, or you kind of continue relationships with people, you get to make that decision. And I'm empowering you and I'm giving you permission to make those decisions say enough is enough. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for being a part of the Inspired Women audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review. And don't forget to share this out with somebody who could use some inspiration today. Tag us at Inspired Women Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.